0: The combined um, reserve and resource there is approaching two billion tons at close to one percent copper equivalent. Uh, That's contained within a higher grade upper zone and then a bigger porphyry zone at depth. Joining us for a
1: conversation is David Cole, the CEO of EMX Royalty, the royalty generator. Mr. Cole, welcome to the show.
0: Maurice, always my pleasure. (laughs)
1: Glad to have you back on the program to share the latest exciting developments from EMX Royalty. Before we begin, Mr. Cole, please introduce us to EMX Royalty and the opportunity the company presents to shareholders.
0: Well, Maurice, uh, as you and your listeners know, we're the most prolific royalty generator on the planet. Uh, We acquire prospective mineral rights around the world utilizing our alpha, which is economic geologic talent. We Add value by building geologic models illustrating prospectiveness and sell those assets to an industry hungry for discovery opportunity for a combination of cash shares annual payments work commitments and always a royalty on the back end we've been doing this business model successfully now for nearly 18 years accumulating a large portfolio of mineral real estate assets around the world to augment the portfolio, we grow organically through that uh, bread and butter process. We also buy royalties, which is a difficult business, uh, which speaks to the value of royalties. Um, they're phenomenal financial instruments. Uh, but we do occasionally find royalties to buy to add to our portfolio. And the third thing that we've done very successfully is make strategic investments. And what those are, those are share placements into public and or private companies, Uh Where we commonly follow that investment with intellectual talent as well to add value and then liquidate it over time. And our strategic investing track record throughout the history of the company is fantastic, and that's why we're in a very strong cash position today. So we're sitting here today with uh, um, nearly 300 mineral property assets worldwide, uh, close to 40 million US dollars in cash, uh, close to 20 million, or perhaps a tad more in uh, tradable securities and long-term investments within the portfolio, giving us nearly as much uh, cash and investments and, and tradable securities as we have raised in the entire history of the company, in addition to our mineral property assets that span the globe. And of course, we have no debt.
1: You know, for all of the virtues that you've just conveyed here today, I'm on record. I've said it in previous interviews. I plan to match my bullion purchases with the shares in emx royalty i believe that the stock has the potential to to uh oh thank you sir for the outstanding job that the whole team is doing i believe that the stock has the potential to melt up and that's not just my opinion i have a rolodex of names of some of those most respected names in the industry and uh we are all aligned with emx royalty in uh, that regard sir emx royalty has some important updates for shareholders let's begin in serbia mr cole take us along the bore mining district in the of property, which is owned by yeah. Zijing Mining, which is quickly becoming one of the world's biggest ongoing copper gold discoveries in the past decade. Last week, Zijing provided some exciting news on the upper zone. What are the latest mm. developments that you can share with us?
0: So this is an excellent example of how our business model has worked over the long term for EMX. It was one of our first business units in the in the company um, when we were a private company operating in in Serbia, originally called Southern European Exploration. Uh, we were focused on this business model and acquiring assets in Serbia. We ended up adding value to those and selling them off uh, part and parcel to our business model for cash shares and royalties. And that company, which we sold it to, Reservoir, uh, made a huge discovery with our joint venture partner, Freeport. And, and as luck would have it, it was just off the boundary of our royalty. Uh, but we had our ear to the railroad track, we knew what was going on there. And so we were able to quickly go out and buy the royalty that did exist. That was held by another company over that discovery for a a price of 200,000 Canadian dollars uh, early on in the discovery history before it was fully understood what what the mineral potential was there. Keep in mind that the Boer District is Europe's largest historic copper and gold producing region and uh, uh, has some incredible uh, geology. It's a magmatic uh, uh, complex uh, with uh, copper and gold deposits spread along the strike length of that complex. Uh, so um, uh, they ended up making a very large discovery there. That discovery was ultimately sold to Xinjiang. Xinjiang is advancing it very quickly, part and parcel to a half a billion dollar uh, investment into the ground there and a letter of understanding with the Serbian government. And my understanding is that mine will be commissioned in June. Oh, that sounds within, exciting. Within a week or so, yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're, they're, 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 we've been told they're um, throwing a party uh, there and uh, for the commissioning. Uh, we're very excited about that. We do hold a uh, one-half of 1% royalty over that deposit. The, uh, the combined um, reserve and resource there is approaching 2 billion tons at close to 1% copper equivalent. Uh, that's contained within a higher-grade upper zone and then a bigger porphyry zone at depth. Uh, and uh, the high-grade upper zone is what's going into production first, which will facilitate development of underground infrastructure for the development of the, of the lower zone ultimately.
1: You've stated in the past that royalties are powerful financial instruments allowing for embedded optionality.
0: Put that into some kind
1: of context for us on how powerful is EMX 0.5 NSR on the TMUC property.
0: Well, it's a good example of the optionality of royalties and one of the reasons why royalties trade at uh, um, what sometimes seem like absurd premiums. And this concept of optionality is is worth touching upon. a great example is the royalty that Franco Nevada bought on the gold strike mine for a little over a million dollars many, many, many uh, years ago, in fact, decades ago. And uh, that royalty has now paid close to a billion dollars. But when they first bought it, it was a it was a, a modest royalty on a very modest gold deposit hosted in poor host rocks on the Carlin trend. And uh, as luck would have it, they ended up finding a huge deposit at depth. Uh, New metallurgical techniques were invented to be able to extract the gold from the more metallurgically complex ores. Uh, Greater infrastructure continued to be built on the Carlin trend, making things more and more economic with time. And all of these aspects of optionality, metallurgical advancements, engineering advancements, discovery, most importantly, and, of course, commodity price optionality, because the price of gold's moved substantially since they bought that royalty, are multiplicative. And so it creates a situation where a royalty that they paid a little over a million dollars has paid close to one billion now uh, over the life of the royalty and is still paying. And so, we, of course, not every royalty is going to turn out that nicely, but it does speak to this concept of optionality. And um, um, we believe that our royalty on on TMUC uh, has that kind of potential. Certainly, since we've purchased that royalty, it's turned into a discovery that is measured in billions of tons <laughs> and, and, uh, um, and the price of copper and gold have done very well. So the, you know these aspects of, of optionality can play in and be uh, very powerful uh, and that's why you want to own royalties and that's why I, I often say that royalties are phenomenal financial instruments.
1: They certainly are. Speaking of royalties, let's go to Turkey to the Volia Lead Zinc Silver Mine, where EMX yeah. Royalty retains a 4% NSR. Are there any updates you can provide shareholders?
0: Yeah, that's uh, rapidly advancing towards full-scale commercial production. It's already been in small-scale uh, commercial production. We have received production royalty payments there um, of a fairly modest amount. As they've done test mining to work on the metallurgy, et cetera, metallurgy works out excellently. Uh, there is a commingling agreement, which we've signed, So because the district is divided in half where we have a 4% royalty to the north and the 5,000 ton per day mill is one kilometer from the head frame. They're advancing a spiral decline into the deposit as well. Uh, My understanding is that they're greater than 200 meters depth in that spiral decline. And they're getting close to reaching the first big ore pod to be able to mine uh, with rubber tired vehicles. Previously, they were mining with uh, railroad track uh, now they're going to mine uh, in a more advanced way, which will facilitate greater tonnage uh, using rubber-tired vehicles, uh, LHD load haul dumps from underground, and running through the 5,000 ton per day mill. We're very excited about the ramp up of production here. Another great example of of optionality uh, on a royalty property. Keep in mind, we bought this project originally for 17,000 U.S. dollars from the Turkish government. Uh, put together the geology, illustrating the potential. And sold it for a hundred thousand dollars and a four percent royalty, and uh, that four percent royalty will will uh, uh, pay us back in spades.
1: Uh, Mr. Cole, I firmly have my hand fixated on my screen here, giving you a high five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, but you know, let's 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 uh, not get uh, over overly excited about this. People need to understand that that it takes a long time for these things to mature. Uh, we. Um, you know, we purchased that royalty, excuse me, we created that royalty, uh, organically, uh, more than a decade ago, mm-hmm. but it takes a long time for these things to, to, to bubble up, work their way up the pyramid and become cash flowing. Uh, but the opportunity for this to happen multiple times within our pyramid is, is, uh, very high. Yeah, speaks volumes for the business acumen and the, yeah. and the
1: geological acumen that the EMX team has here. Uh, let's move north to Finland where EMX holds a 2% NSR on Palladium One's copper, nickel, gold, platinum group project where they continue to drill more and more well-mineralized intercepts. How do you think this will play out for EMX shareholders?
0: Well, I think it's going to be another really good one. Uh, we love those commodities. We think that copper and nickel and platinum group elements and gold are a great place to be. Uh, th- those are some of our favorite commodities, if not our absolute favorite commodities. Once again, we bought this uh, royalty early on in the discovery cycle. Uh, we bought it for $250,000 Canadian dollars. It's a 2% royalty where 1% can get bought back at any time prior to production for a million euros, leaving us with 1% uncapped, unviable forever on the property. And it's turning into a large discovery there in Finland. Uh, We believe that it's very likely that that will eventually go into production, uh, and it continues to get bigger within that uh, ultramafic complex. It's a particular type of geological environment that hosts that style of mineralization, and we're very pleased. And it's a good example of us buying royalty to augment a portfolio that we were growing organically. We have other royalties in the district that we've grown organically. Uh, through acquisition of of exploration licenses and then selling on to other companies and keeping royalties. So we have a big royalty footprint uh, within that district. But we're most excited about the one at Kaokua being advanced by Palladium One. And I will give Palladium One a plug. I think they're a very well-run, technically astute company.
1: We discussed the good. Let's address the not-so-good. EMX acquired a 19.9% interest in the Rawhide mine in western Nevada. So far, the mine has yeah. not performed up to expectations. What is the plan going forward?
0: Well, this is a, this is a great example, and, and I'm actually really excited about this investment, but I know that, that we initially expected strong cash flow from it right out of the gate. Um, that cash flow has not materialized as there have been problems with the uh, crusher circuit, et cetera. But EMX is doing here what we, what we oftentimes do, and that is follow our investment with intellectual talent. So we have brought in a top-notch engineering team of ex-Newmont people that are dialing things in here. Uh, the mine is back operating very nicely. Uh, uh, th- this last week, I believe, we were averaging 85 ounces a day. Um, pouring uh, gold ounces per day, door A on site, so the mine's operating quite nicely now. We do have a large debt on that project. It's about a $15 million debt, and that debt is being uh, amortized, is being paid down. So we do expect to see more cash flow once that debt is paid off. But more importantly, with respect to value creation, is now that we've spent more time on this property and put our geologists out there looking at the potential beyond the known deposits, uh, we've gotten very excited about the exploration potential within this large property that's been tightly held for decades uh, and thus not seeing much exploration outside the immediate mine area. So we've actually uh, been so excited about this that we've increased our percentage ownership, uh, and uh, um, we're, we're moving towards 40% to ownership in that now. And, and uh, I know it didn't produce the cash flow that we expected right out of the gate, but long term, I'm confident this is going to be a good winner for EMX. Well, certainly, if you're going to double your position in it
1: from 199
0: to uh, 40%. Well, we feel risk-adjusted. We're making a good bet.
1: <laughs> right. In closing, Mr. Cole, please provide us the capital structure for EMX
0: Royalty. Well, um, we have about 83, 84 million shares issued and outstanding, 92 fully diluted. That share count's not changed hugely over the years. Uh, we haven't done large financing since 2011. Uh, And uh, we have no debt. Um, As I mentioned previously, we have close to $40 million cash in the bank and close to $20 million in short-term and long-term investments. Uh, So real strong shape uh, financially and and 300 mineral property assets around the world uh, creating optionality for us, Uh, Maurice. uh, That's what we do. Yes, sir. (laughs) Last question. What would you like to say to shareholders? Well... um, I'm a a big believer in this business model. I believe it accretes wealth, sometimes slowly, but it accretes wealth over time. And uh, um, the the key to our stock, a lot of junior natural resource stocks, you want to buy pre-discovery and sell on discovery and catch those waves. With EMX, it's a different model. With EMX, you want to buy the dips and hold the stock long-term. Uh, that that is uh, uh, conducive to how our business will and has added value over time
1: and that's exactly the perfect sequence we have right now before us the stock price is close to three bucks and it, it just dipped down from 366 uh, recently we will and I'm on record of saying this I have to wait three days after the news public we will be adding to our position mr. Cole
0: <laughs> well we, we appreciate your support and you um, uh, you know, the, the, the dynamics of the capital markets in the natural resource sector are, are always very interesting.
1: Mr. Cole, for someone listening that wants to get more information about EMX Royalty, please share the website address. EMXroyalty.com. Mr. Cole, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Wishing you and EMX
0: Royalty the absolute best, sir. Same to you, Maurice. Thank you. Thank you, sir.